0: My name's KCK, and I really want to lose three pounds. Hello? You're currently on the phone with KCK. Yep, that's me. I never really got that joke when I was younger. If you're wondering, that's from Mean Girls. (laughs) When she's like, I really want to lose three pounds. And just, like, the absurdness of that, like, three pounds is really going to do that much of a difference for you. Um, but, you know, I quote Mean Girls all the time. You're probably wondering why I'm saying another Mean Girls quote when I just talked about it. But it's because you can just talk about it all the time. <laughs> it's so funny. But anyways, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, if we have any newcomers, Welcome my name is Casey KCK. You're currently on the phone with KCK. Um, I'll be your host for <laughs> this morning's roundup of celebrity gossip. Um, I do want to say though, I know there's a lot of things happening around the world and like, you know, real life things, not celebrity things, but I will not be speaking about them because I don't think I'm qualified to do that. Um, I would implore you though to, is that the right word? Implore you. I would, I would, um, recommend that you go do your own research on those subjects and, um, from actual news sources, not, not the ones, not the one that's named after an animal or its competitor, but actual real news stations. Um, and just, you know, get your own information and do your own research. But I, I just really choose not to talk about, um, stuff like that and political things because it's just not fun and it, and it really never ends well. Um, and I just kind of want to keep it lighthearted on here for everyone. Um, this is kind of like a place I want people to come to, to, to have fun and just like be joke around and, kind of, um, get out of the real world for a minute. So, anyways, um, that's my spiel on that. Um, this information (laughs) that I'm going to give you is not really pertinent, but it's very entertaining. So, let's, uh, let's get into it. I'm really trying to not only have the weekly gossip. I don't know if you guys like just having that. I really want to do, like, um, uh, like specific kind of like how I did with Mean Girls um but I just need to be better at planning I'm so bad at planning like it'll be like Sunday night and I'll be like oh that one specific topic I wanted to talk about for almost the entire podcast I have not really sat down and took notes or like made an outline um so yeah I just need to be better about time management but it's really really hard (laughs) anyway let's start all right, starting off this week's news, um, Gwen Stefani got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I don't know if any of you have been to Hollywood, but it's actually really dirty and kind of dingy. Um, it's it's not, I think people would assume it's like downtown LA. It's not. It's farther away, um, and it's really kind of grungy. It's really not like glamorous and glitzy. It's not like like Beverly Hills or, you know, um, Bel Air or Calabasas. It's just kind of like a tourist attraction with homeless people and, like, a lot of the stars on the, the walk. It's not even, like, one street either. All the stars are, like, along multiple streets. Um, so I think Gwen Stefani's star was, like, the 2700 and. 16th or something but um anyway i was kind of surprised when i went there for the first time because you just expect it to be like i don't know red carpets everywhere and um stuff but it's not it's actually quite dirty <laughs> so but i did find out today i knew you had to pay to have your star put in um i think it's gone up since the last time i looked i got three different answers when i googled it. Um, the first was 40,000 second was 50 but I saw 75,000 multiple times so um that's that's what I wrote down it cost 75,000 and you have to be nominated um I couldn't I couldn't get a clear answer like if you have to be nominated by another star um or like maybe your manager or something but there's a there was a walk of fame committee and they, they have to you have to submit someone and they have to be approved by the committee. Um, And so like the, the qualifications are um, like they have to be active five years in the industry um, in their field or whatever they're getting the star for. Um, Let's see. Yeah. And then you have to have, it just says professional achievements. So I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that can mean anything. You could sell like five CDs and, call yourself a professional, which I'm not saying that that's, you know, good for you for selling five CDs, but uh, Gwen Stefani has sold 19 and a half million. So I think she's qualified. She, that's her solo, just that. And then 15.95 million more with no doubt. So like 35 million total in 35 years, which is so crazy that she's been in the industry for 35 years. This seems like a long, long time. But I guess she probably started when she was really young. She's from Anaheim. I don't know if any of you knew that. But that's where she's from. She just kind of did like a... There's like an Anaheim... It's not a stadium. And it's like a smaller arena, I think. I guess like if you're familiar with Utah, it'd be like the Maverick Center. Um, but she just performed something there for some Anaheim convention or whatever. But yeah. So she's basically sold a million albums a year for 35 years. Which... That is crazy. Her net worth is 160 million, um, and and that's mostly from music, obviously. But she does other things. She has her, she well, she had. I don't. I googled it yesterday. I knew she had her clothing line called Lamb, and it stands for Love Angel Music Baby, which I don't, that must mean something to her. I don't really know what it means, but. Um, I, I went on the website, and there was really nothing um, on there. <laughs> there was, like, six things in each category, and they were all on sale. So I don't know if she's kind of getting away from that, but she has her eyewear line, um, her makeup line, and, like, a kid's eyewear line, too. So she does all that, plus she's on The Voice. Um, she makes pretty good money on The Voice, like 13000000 $13 to $15 million. Um, so that's pretty good. It went up after, like, her romance with Blake Shelton kind of was getting serious. And, um, yeah, but that's, that's a really good paycheck. It's crazy to think that you could just, I mean, I'm sure it's hard work. Like, I'm sure it's not like what we just see. They just sit there. I'm sure they sit there for hours and hours and hours whenever they're filming. And that would be, that'd be a long day. And just have to... I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could be um, a judge on one of those shows because you, you hear a lot of people, I think it was Ellen even said she didn't like being a judge on American Idol. she didn't like having to give people like constructive feedback, which I don't know. I guess some people would say differently now that all that drama went down with Ellen. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could be stern with people. Like Katy Perry is a good... Um, Good judge because she gives constructive feedback. Like there's that one girl who's singing and Katy Perry's just like louder, enunciate, Uh, more passion. (laughs) She just keeps like shouting it out, but she's right. I mean, these these people know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. They've been in their shoes. They've been told no millions of times. They've been criticized. Like they obviously know what they're doing, and that's why they get paid a lot of money. Um, I just can't imagine getting paid that much for... You wonder if they get it all at once, or if it's, like, lump sum. Uh, that'd be an interesting thing to know. But I remember when The Voice started, and it was, like, a huge deal. And there was one channel that would only play The Voice, like, every Saturday and Sunday. That's all it would play. I'm like, wow, you guys really like this show. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's see. Gwen has one number one hit. Um, I think she should have two. She was close to having two, but, um... Hollaback Girl, obviously, is number one, and I didn't know, but that song's, um was clapping back at uh, Courtney Love, which I didn't know that, I don't know what their beef was, um, I thought it was going to be like someone else, I don't know, but yeah, let me let me verify that, I'm pre- I saw it the other day, but I just want to make sure. Okay, so apparently it's not, I don't know if they had beef, because... It says though it's never been confirmed who the song is about. The cheerleader lyrics in reference to a comment, or in reference to a comment Courtney Love made. A- oh, okay, so it is. I didn't see that part. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Courtney Love made about St- uh, Stefani in Seventeen magazine in two thousand four. Uh, being famous is just like being in high school, but I'm not interested in being the cheerleader. I'm not sure what that means. Um, I don't know much about Courtney Love, but. I know either people really like her or they don't like her, um, but yeah, that's that's what that song's about. Um, so take that as you will. But I just I didn't know that until the other day. I I just assumed that she never would have spoken about it, but I guess she did, and I just didn't see it. Um, anyway, her her closest other song was um, the Sweet Escape, which I loved when I was in. I think it came out when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, and that era, oh my gosh, so there was that, there was Glamorous, um, Rihanna had, um, Ponda Replay, and what's the other one, um, oh my gosh, what's the other one, <sighs> what is it, the really popular one, anyway, so that was a good, it was Sexy Back, Maneater, yeah, a lot of good songs back in those days, Back with the iPod, oh my gosh. Everyone on their iPods. We would go to class and I remember my friend Mandy was the first one to get an iPod, and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world. Like, because I up to that point was carrying around my Walkman and you had to hold it perfectly straight. You should have seen me trying to mow the lawn with that thing. Like you had to hold it perfectly straight. You'd only listen to one album at a time. Um your CDs would scratch, they're bulky. They had those cheap plastic headphones that went around your ears, plus, you know, I guess iPods had cords back then too, but just the sleekness of the iPhone head, iPod headphones and all that. Anyway, we slowly people kept getting their own iPods, and we would bring, like, <laughs> splitters. We only had, like, four splitters into one iPod once, with, like, I don't know, like, ten outlets for everyone to plug their headphones in to listen to one iPod. Those were the days. And then we'd have to walk around town for one mile every day. And it was just the best because we had our Heelys. (laughs) And we had our our iPods. We listened to Fergie. Fergalicious. Like, it just feels like yesterday. But it's not. I know know I'm delusional with time and getting older. But it just, all this stuff seems like not very long ago. Which I guess it really wasn't. But at the same time it was. I don't know why I have such a hard time with time, but I do. Anyways, I don't even know where I was going with this. Um, oh, Sweet Escape. Yeah. That that, just such a good album. Such a good, I guess I haven't listened to the whole album in a long time, but that song for sure is a good song. That's a good song to listen to in the gym or to go running to, FYI. Um, she has five top 10 hits. Um, Sweet Escape, obviously. Let Me Blow Your Mind with Eve. Uh, Rich Girl. Winded it up um and, did i say hallback girl already 19 top 10 hits um three top 10 hits with no doubt um eight top 100 songs with no doubt so yeah she's doing pretty good um one of the one of the qualifications that um you had to get your stars you had to promise you'll show up to the <laughs> the ceremony it's just crazy to me why would you go through all that all that trouble and not show up, I've been talking for 14 minutes, holy crap, okay, um, let's see, I guess, also, it didn't specify, but this, the fee you have to pay, it says it's, it has to be paid by the sponsors, or the nomine, nominee, or nominators, so I don't know if, like, you had to pay for it, or if the people that put you up for it have to pay for it, but, I mean, at that point, like, do rich people are just rich, so like, doesn't matter. Are they? Or do they cry about having to spend that kind of money on someone else? Maybe, but I don't know. Seventy-five dollars, seventy-five thousand dollars to Gwen Stefani really is nothing when you're worth one hundred and sixty million. So, um, yeah, Reba McIntyre was there. She's a judge on American or not American Idol, The Voice. With her right now, um, Blake Shelton uh, gave a speech, and he he just said that she's a mom first and foremost, and that's clearly what's most important to her, but he joked around and said, it's nice to see her being honored for her side project, which is being one of the biggest stars in the world, which is true. I feel like she doesn't do a whole lot anymore, but she still kind of maintains that famousness, and like, obviously, she's not as famous as she was back in the day, but, um, she just kind of is still famous, and kind of dabbles here and there and stuff but I think she kind of likes to stay behind the scenes with her family and stuff and a lot of people don't like her with Blake Shelton um they don't I mean obviously they don't like maybe his his political views and stuff like that but I don't know I think they're cute together and I think she looks really happy obviously they both do so uh yeah there's that let's move on let's move on to the next category we got a lot to cover today folks so Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid have uh, sparked dating rumors. They've been seen multiple times together. Um the most recent one was October twentieth in New York City. Um I don't I don't know. I, I guess I I didn't know that Zane and Gigi had broken up, but they said they broke up back in twenty twenty one. So uh yeah, I guess that's where I've been. I don't I don't like necessarily love those two. Um, I don't mind Gigi, but I don't like, I'm not like her biggest fan and like, I have to follow her on everything, you know, but I like her and she seems sweet on that. Is it the project runway show on Netflix? It's like a spinoff of that or something. I've heard she's like really nice and like gets really, really sad when people go home and all that stuff. So I think she's a pretty nice um, person. Uh, it's interesting seeing who her mom is but <laughs> it's a different story um, she's 28 and Bradley's 48 so they're 20 years apart um, which I'm not saying is a bad thing but that's just a pretty big age gap <laughs> um, yeah they've been seen multiple times so um, Gigi has one daughter with Zane, she's three and Bradley has a six year old with his ex Irina Shai Shay- I think that's how you spell it. say it That sounds like a Russian name, doesn't it? I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway, um, Cardi B is one of the new faces of Skims. Uh, I feel like Kim just just gets all these people, all these famous people. Do you see how quickly she got those two girls from White Lotus to do a campaign last... Was it this year that came? Yeah, White Lotus was this year. It was like their Valentine's Day campaign or something. And it wasn't even that long. Maybe it wasn't because when did that show come out? Was it last fall? I think maybe it was. Yeah, and then the girls were in the campaign, and, like, Kim works hard. <laughs> she she's never sleeps. But, yeah, um, she had Kim Cattrall on the last one. Um, like, she gets some pretty, you know, not that Kim Cattrall's, like, way mega famous, but she. I feel like she's hard to get to do things, because she literally said, I don't want to do one thing I don't like for more than one second or something. I don't want to put myself in a situation that I don't like for more than five seconds or whatever, but, so she must have liked Skims, because she, she posed for it, but, yeah, Cardi B's a new thing of Skims. I have a Skims, the boyfriend tank, I'm sorry, the boyfriend tank, (laughs) and I like it. The only thing I don't like is it's really short, so, like, it wants to be a crop top, but it's not quite short enough, but, like, if I raise my hands up, like, it sh- my shirt lifts up, and I'm not in that confidence level yet to show my stomach to people, so, but, like, around the house and stuff, it's fine, and I like it. It's really, really comfortable, like, really comfortable. I remember last year, I wanted that robe. It was, like, that, um, that plaid robe, and I've been putting it off and putting it off to buy for my Christmas pajamas, and then I remember looking on, and she had Snoop Dogg and his whole family wearing all those, and I'm like, oh, okay, I should go buy them, and they are all sold out, and I still haven't been able to get it. It was probably a good thing, because it's like $120, so I don't think I need that. Also, I did get the pumpkin enzyme mask from Skin, and I love it. It comes with a brush, well, you had to buy it, but you can buy it in a bundle. The brush, and you just paint it on your face, and it's very moisturizing i really highly recommend it it's very nice i used it yesterday for the first time but yeah okay do you guys know the song it was really popular last winter the uh i'm a heartbreak bitch high heels six inch in the back of the nightclub sipping champagne <laughs> my beautiful singing um and just, like another part you probably know was um i don't want to feel how i did last night um What's the other? Anyways, that song, I, I was reading um the GQ from the summer. It's like the GQ Heroes edition with uh, Chris Hemsworth on the cover. Um, and there's an article about Ray in there. She's the one that writes that song. And she wrote it in Park City. She wrote most of her album in Park City, which I think is pretty cool. I always love when people like Utah because Utah is actually pretty good. I think it gets a bad rap for, you know, specific reasons. But, um, It's actually really nice here. I like it. And um, I think other people should like it too. But apparently Ray did because she came here and wrote. She she had to get out of a contract with her record label because they wouldn't let her do her own albums. And they just wanted her to write songs for other people, probably because she's good at it. But she finally got out of it somehow. And she said she wants to be known as a musician, not a pop star, which makes sense because this album was good. Like very like... um, artsy and, like, um, stuff like that, but it's not a pop album. Although this song, and then she has that new one, the the Prada Prada song and the Mascara song that's really popular right now on TikTok, but anyway, I just thought that was interesting because, you know, of all the places in the whole world that you go when you come to Utah. Alright, now to, I don't know if they're my second favorite couple or my first, or if they're tied. I think they're tied, because honestly, I love Timothy and Kylie. I know you guys hear it every single week, but I just love it and I cannot wait to see Kylie Jenner on the red carpet for Wonka. I mean, what, did you ever think that you would hear that those words Kylie Jenner with her boyfriend Timothy Chalamet um on the premiere of the Wonka movie starring Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> uh anyway, um My other favorite couple, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, apparently people thought Taylor Swift was in town in Kansas City going to buy a house, um, which is crazy that it's like, I want to buy a house here. I'm going to go do it. Could you imagine having that ability (laughs) to just go buy a house? Like it's just a t-shirt. Uh, one day, one day you guys. Anyways, but apparently Travis Kelsey bought a mansion there. It was six million dollars. It's on three and a half acres. You know, it's it's actually really, really, really nice. Um, has a chef's kitchen, a tennis and pickleball court, a wine cellar, a full bar, it's like seventeen thousand square feet. Um, it's in a gated community. Apparently his new place or his old place was um like getting pretty like uh tourist attraction and people were just kinda like you know, waiting outside, and he obviously knows that Taylor likes her privacy, which makes sense, and, like, her safety or whatever. There's that thing going around where he says he pushed her security guard out of the way, which I don't think is true, um, but he, on his, on his, uh, podcast, he's like, could you imagine if I shoved her security guard? He would have turned around and decked me and tased me. Like, there's no way I was doing that. I think he, like, when you look at it closer you like kind of like tapped him and said I got it cuz the security guard turns around really really quickly um <clears throat> sorry gosh my voice i swear <laughs> i'm still going through puberty um anyway have you guys seen that Hillary Clinton meme it's the one where she <laughs> i think it's when she's campaigning and she walks into that person's <laughs> apartment and her eyes are just like wide, like shocked that someone lived in a house like that. It's like the Nene leaks that white refrigerator? Uh uh-uh, uh, honey, no. Um, but it's that meme of Hillary Clinton it says Taylor Swift walking into Travis Kelsey's nine hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> Which is so crazy because nine hundred thousand dollars. I guess today's money though, that's not an extravagant house, but who was I was talking to my friend Callie and we were talking about um houses back kind of when we were growing up, like a $400,000 house would have been so nice when we were growing up. Like that was the top of the line house, like here in Utah. I'm sure it's different in other places, but like you could have got a really big, nice house, lots of land, you know, for $400,000. And now you literally get like a shack, like a a tough shed is (laughs) $400,000, which is sad, but that's just how it goes. Um, we'll get back to that couple in just a minute, but we got some more things to cover. Gwyneth Paltrow did a uh, interview for Bustle. I I, I think it's a magazine, isn't it? I don't know. It's magazines in Utah are so hit or miss. Like some days you'll see one that's so obscure, and other days like you can't ever find the ones that these celebrities like say hey, I'm on the cover of this. It's like Kate, well, I I don't have it. That's one thing I wish I lived in like New York or LA because you know you'd get every single magazine that was ever created. But she says um, that the headline was like clickbait because it says Gwyneth Paltrow leaving um, Hollywood and selling goop, um, which is not far off. But she's 51 now, and she says she wants to run the company till she's at least 55, and then she wants to sell it. Um, the company's worth $250 million. That was in 2018, so it's probably worth more now. If you guys are ever in the mood for not in the mood <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. (laughs) If you're ever in the market for um, a lip balm, just like basic lip balm, not lip gloss, not lipstick, the Goop lip balm is seriously the best. I love it so much. Uh, My only complaint is they don't put very much in it. Um, I mean, it'll last a while, but it's definitely not like Carmex or Chapstick, but it is the best. It leaves your lips moisturized, but not sticky and not too, like, glossy. Um, you can get it on Amazon, which, um, she's starting to, I was going to put, say that next. She's starting to sell her goop stuff on, at Target and Amazon. So you could already get the lip, the lip balm on there. Um, sorry, everybody. Hang on one second. What's the point of a silence button if it doesn't silence your phone? (laughs) Anyway, that's, that's, Sorry, that is my, like, seventh alarm. That's, like, my extreme backup alarm if I'm not awake. You know, I do wake up early, um, but sometimes I don't, and I sleep in like a normal person. Sleep in until 7.30. Um, so that is just in case that I sleep in past my other five alarms, five or six alarms. But, um, oh, anyways, I was saying I bought the stuff on Goop, or on Amazon, the lip balm, and... It's really nice but now you can buy it like when you go on amazon it says shipped from goop so i think she's already put all of her stuff online which is nice because it is expensive and she gets a lot of heat for goop being like out of touch with like normal people normal like working class people but the stuff is good it's just expensive like the that chapstick or lip balm is 20 bucks so i mean I don't know. You go to Sephora and you look at something and they charge you $20, but I just think it is worth it. If you're like, especially coming in the wintertime, like in Utah, I think it's totally worth it. But, um, I know I complain about celebrities complaining about being famous, but I feel like in this case it's different because, um, Gwyneth Paltrow literally gets so much hate for everything. She literally can't do anything right without people criticizing her and, and being just bashing her and stuff um, but she really doesn't like acting, she says she's over it, she doesn't like, if she does take a role, it's small, and it's close to home, so she doesn't have to travel, and it, it wraps in, like, two or three weeks, um, but, which makes me sad, because I really like her, I like her in, like, basically all the stuff she's in, but she doesn't like it, she don't like, she said, once I sell goop, um, you'll, you'll probably never see me again, I'll disappear from the public eye completely, which, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I know it would be really, really really hard to be famous. My cousin and I were talking about that the other day. But, I don't know. I feel like once you've made it, why not enjoy the perks that does come with being famous? Um, you know, at that point, you've got all your money. you got the people that like you around you. you got, you know, I don't know. And there's probably something I don't know about it, but she doesn't she doesn't want to be famous, which I guess that's different about, that's different than complaining about being famous. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Maybe I just don't like Ed Sheeran. (laughs) I think he's talented. I just, it bugs me. And I'll tell you, I don't know if I've already told you this. It's when Dax Shepard interviewed him on his podcast and he wouldn't even let Dax Shepard come to his house. He's like, yeah, um, I appreciate you meeting me here because I just don't like, um, uh, what did he say? My house is my private sanctuary or something. And I'm like, okay, I get that if it's just some random like reporter off the street, but Dax Shepard's also famous and he doesn't share pictures of his daughters. Like, he also wants his privacy, but he knows he's famous and he has a job to do. Like, you can let him come to your house. I, I just... Sorry, you guys. I I'm sorry. I just I have a hard time. I have a very hard time with him. But anyway, <laughs> let's get let's move on past all this. Okay, I told you we'd be be back to this couple. <laughs> um, just a reminder: 1989 Taylor's version comes out this Friday. Very exciting. Um, I don't. I was telling my nieces the other day. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to listen to it all the way through, uh, or if I'm going to skip straight to slut. Um, there's just a lot to decide. Uh, I've listened to that album so many times, but I feel like I'm going to go straight to the newer songs to see if she even releases them on Spotify. Like she still hasn't released the 3am edition on the original edition of Midnights on a CD. And I'm like, it's so hard to, (laughs) to keep up. Also, um, all the girls, I want that on Spotify. I mean, come on if it's already on spotify please reach out to me and tell me cuz i haven't checked in a while but that song is so good just to be a digital download we need it we need real time stream information on that song so please put it on spotify taylor anyways get ready for that um so the other night not this last episode but the episode before taylor swift and travis kelsey were showed up to snl and apparently nobody knew like they literally called minutes before they're about to show up and say hey we're, we're coming um now I have a theory about this I was thinking about this today when I was getting or yesterday when I was getting ready for bed um Taylor released Cruel Summer Live and a Cruel Summer remix um because it's very close to being number one and so she wants that number one spot so I'm thinking she showed up to support her friend Ice Spice first of all but also to get you know her name more public more public than it is um to get the streams up for Cruel Summer. So, also, she she lowered the price on iTunes to 69 cents. So, she knows what she's doing. And honestly, I hope she gets that number one. I think we'll find out today if she does. But, um, yeah, I guess when they walked in, they asked Travis, like, hey, we're doing a sketch about you two, about football. Do you want to be in it? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll be in it. So, that's why he doesn't really say much. And he's really wearing the same thing that they were spotted wearing, like, leaving and showing up. Um... And yeah, he, I think he says like one line or something, but, and then Taylor introduces I Spice, of course, but the ratings were up. It was 4.8 million viewers and that's 19% higher than last year's season premiere. So I don't know. And then Lady Gaga showed up this last episode to announce Bad Bunny. So I don't know what's going on. People, (laughs) celebrities just want to stop by SNL or, you know, maybe there's something they're not telling us. Maybe they really knew they were showing up. I bet Lauren knew. Maybe he didn't. Lauren's the guy that does like the whole, all of it, all of the, um, SNL stuff, like everything goes through him, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Adele just announced that her residency is wrapping up next year. She's doing 32 more shows and it's called Weekends with Adele. So she only performs on weekends. Um, and it honestly it looks so much fun. I just, I, I put in for Ticketmaster, so I'll find out today if I get, you know, verified fan, which, (laughs) from the last, the Taylor Swift concert, and the Olivia Rodrigo concert, no, I take that back, I was a verified fan at Taylor Swift, I just couldn't get tickets, but I didn't get verified for Olivia, which, very annoying, I'm still going, I got tickets, but, there's gotta be a different way to do this ticket thing, there's just got to be, it's, it, I don't know, either artists need to do more shows, or, Ticketmaster needs to re—I don't know how they would—but they need to redo how you get tickets. It's just—it never used to be this hard to get tickets, and it's really frustrating. I think people are just so cooped up during COVID, but we're still seeing the after effects of people wanting to go to these concerts. I don't know. Maybe people are afraid it's going—that's so going to happen again, or um, they're just realizing how amazing concerts are. <laughs> if you're not a huge concert goer or if you've never been, I highly recommend going because. There's just something about the energy at concerts that you just can't experience anywhere else. Like, the Taylor Swift movie was very, very close, Um, and the way they filmed it, you know, you felt like you were up close and everything, but there's just something about the energy in the arena and the stadiums that you just, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's very hard to explain, but... Yeah, so from January, let's see, January 19th to June 15th is, like, when her residency will be. Now, we've heard this before, where people are canceling, or say their shows are ending, and then they re-extend them. Um, And I don't think that's the case for Katy Perry this time, because it's, she's said multiple times that it's her last, um, but she said that before, she kept adding more, you know, and then Celine Dion was only supposed to be there for two weeks, and she ended up being there for, I don't know, like a decade or something, so we'll see, I'm sure Adele will come back, but she's like, I gotta, let's do one more, one last round before I turn into a a show star, what a show girl, whatever here, and so yeah, it'd be fun to go to her show, she seems like fun and likes to talk to the audience, so, um, I'll let you know if I get tickets. Um, starting price is $400 per ticket, so we'll see. We'll see how um, how I do. But uh, Adele also says she quit drinking. She says, I guess she saw someone in the the audience drinking, like, a big bottle of whiskey or something, and she's like, oh, I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. Um, She's like, I haven't drank for a while. Last year, I, I realized I was, like, a borderline alcoholic, so... I mean I guess that's good if you don't want to. I don't I don't love drinking, so it's like I get when people don't want to, but there are times when it's like I kind of want to. So yeah, but I really I drink maybe once once a month, maybe once every two months. It's very rare. And I don't I don't casually drink. I do not get that. I think it's such a waste of money and calories. But anyway, um so we've had Two people cover singles on Spotify. It's called Spotify Singles, and Serene Carpenter covers "I Knew Your Trouble." I gotta say, I was a little disappointed. Uh, it's slow. It's very, very, very slow, and it, I feel like it just could have been a, a tiny bit faster. Um, I think that's my problem with Archer too. It just feels so like it's going too slow. It needs to go just a tiny bit faster. Um, but it's not like the the uh, a beat pop poppy version that taylor swift does it's a slowed down kind of like uh, acoustic type version it's okay but i'm not gonna put it on any of my uh playlist but slater i don't know much about her um she covered monster by lady gaga which i love i love that the whole album um the fame monster is just so good but she does a really good job on Monster, so I highly recommend listening to that. Uh, let's see. Kim Kardashian turned 43 on the 21st, which she was almost a Scorpio. And I wish she was, because I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> Katy Perry's a Scorpio. Lots of people are Scorpios. I think Chris Jenner's a Scorpio. And maybe Kendall. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. But apparently she reposted a story that um someone you know uh posted like for her birthday Liz something Liz P or something and I tried to go back and find it and I can't find even find that lady's account so I don't know if she deactivated it or what maybe she got a lot of hate but it had um speak now Taylor's version in it and Kim reposted it and I don't know it doesn't bother me but it bothered a lot of people um, and she, that's not the first time she's posted a Taylor Swift song in one of her stories. Um, but yeah, people weren't very happy about it. And I don't know. My my dream is that they make up one day. Because I don't know if I've gotten into this, but I will maybe on a different podcast. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't feel like Kim was completely to blame for everything that happened that went down. So that's just my opinion. But anyway, she's 43 now, she's a billionaire, (laughs) she's got a lot of money, she's very successful, and you literally, I don't think there's anyone that can outwork her, literally, um, maybe my mom, my mom works really hard, but, and Kris Jenner, my mom and Kris Jenner, (laughs) the dynamic duo, I always tell people my mom's a Kris Jenner of our family, because she literally is, but, yeah, um, Okay, so back to Taylor again. (laughs) Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. But there will be a day she'll probably be in hiding and wanting to have a baby, and we won't see her for a long time, so we got to talk about her as much as we can. She was at the football game last night. Don't ask me what team they played, but they won. I did see that. I had the game on in the background, but I wasn't paying much attention. But she was wearing a friendship bracelet with 87 on it, which, if you guys didn't know, that is Travis Kelsey's number on his jersey. So... Yep, our team won again. Uh Yeah, let's see. Midnight's turned 1 on October 21st, which I forgot she released it on Kim's birthday. I forgot about that. There's nothing better than nothing she does better than revenge. I guess that's true. So a little bit about that album. It got 186 million streams in the first 24 hours, the highest streamed album of anything on Spotify. Most streamed artist in 1 day on Spotify. Anti-Hero had 17 three nine million streams um it broke 73 records in one week which is so crazy it made her have five consecutive albums five consecutive number one albums no sorry five years of consecutive number one albums um the only people that have done that are the beatles drake jay-z and paul mccartney um i don't get the drake thing but okay well, whatever, she's the first female artist to have done that. And then I remember this, she she had all top 10 spots in um, Billboard 100, which I think she's the first person to do that too. Um, I couldn't find a more updated uh, thing, but people were speculating that by the first anniversary, it would have 7 billion streams, which I think it got pretty close. The article I read wasn't from February, and had 3.5 billion streams, so um, I think that's pretty good you know (laughs) I mean what would I know but seven billion streams sounds like a lot and so does three and a half billion so um it's also the first album of 2020s to spend a whole year in the top 10 which I listened to it last night to go to sleep and it's good you guys it's good I don't know how you wouldn't like it all right let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills so I thought Lisa Rinna got fired but turns out she quit her email that she sent the producers back in September, um, was released September of 2022. That was a long time ago. What? Interesting. Okay. Um, but it says I will not be renewing my contract and will not be coming back to Real house of Beverly Hills. Thank you so much for eight years. All the best, Lisa. Which I thought she was on there for a lot longer. I just could have swore she was on there for like... <laughs> at least 10 15 years how long has that show been going maybe not that long but anyway it's gonna be really weird not seeing her i thought she would have left because um she didn't want to be with uh denise richards which i think lisa renna would bring more ratings to Ni- denise richards but at the end of the day it was lisa renna that wanted to leave i don't know maybe she just didn't want to deal with all that because she was so mean to um denise richards like so so mean But anyway um yeah that's that's that let's go on to real houses of salt lake sorry i had to quit my charger (laughs) it's like on um agora hills with doja Cat, where she's like sorry just had to take a sip my root beer (laughs) okay anyways um salt lake city so monica and angie were fighting um and i don't blame monica for any of it um Angie, if she didn't want that to happen at her party, her Greek Easter, which is funny to hear Greek Easter because my family used to do that, but we haven't done it in a long time. Um, I just don't think really anyone can get along. (laughs) So there's that. Um, but she, Monica was kind of bombarded and she, she was kind of just sitting there minding her own business. And then Angie comes over. She's like, I need to, uh, I need to talk to you about the rumors you're saying. She's like, the rumor that I told you that people were saying about you. She's like, yeah. Like, why'd you, why did you, like, how did you know about it? She's like, Angie, I've heard this rumor for years on the streets of Salt Lake. She's like, on the streets of Salt Lake? She's like, yeah. And, um, I only talked about it because Whitney asked about it. And she's like, well, why would you bring it up? She's like, Whitney asked me about it. So I said something. And then that's when we decided to tell you about it. Um, and then her mom comes over and is like, uh, you know, be quiet, be quiet, and all this stuff. She's like, you tell her to be quiet. She's on one the start of this. And, like, they're just bugging her and antagonizing her. No wonder she was, like, getting all upset. Like, obviously, she should have kept her composure a little bit more. But, like, I don't I don't blame her for anything. Apparently, she fell down um, Angie's stairs. There was a bunch of tweets because Angie was on... I think she was on Watch What Happens Live. She was saying some stuff, and <laughs> Monica started tweeting. Let me read some of the tweets to you because they're actually pretty funny. But... um she had proof. She had receipts. Um, Monica says, "Say what you want about me—whore, rat, disrespectful, homewrecker, spoiled, broke, an assistant. Whatever you want to say, I let everybody run with it. But I made sure my girls were not in that situation, and that did not happen in front of my kids." Go through the stills. She posted stills of like in the background because I, I guess Angie was saying that she was screaming at everyone in front of her kids, and um, I think there were a few times that the kids were around, but that could have been just been editing from the producers, you know? She's like, Angie, you were a liar. Um, just like you lied about me, about meeting me once. You and I both know the kids were in your basement. You sick piece of shit. <laughs> Go get your house up to code. I'm sending you my ER bill after falling down your basement stairs because you have no railing. Someone in the comments is like, get her. <laughs> I feel like everyone loves Monica. Like, Monica... She she better not go anywhere because I think people will stop watching the show if she leaves. She's just real. And she's just, I don't know, real in a different way. Not like everyone says, oh, I'm just so real. when they're really just, you know, not nice. Um, and then apparently Angie said she threw a shoe. Monica threw a shoe and almost hit her niece. She's like, almost hit your niece? You're the biggest freaking asshole. <laughs> you know damn well that what happened. I left your house with bumps, bloody and bruised. I should sue your ass for not having your home up to code another person says get her (laughs) oh my gosh I love I love this show and social media Uh, let's talk about head injuries since I got one at your home on your stairs and you had to leave and get a freaking CAT scan you are sick and then she shows like pictures of her um uh legs from like they're pretty bruised it looks pretty bad after falling down Angie's stairs at Greek Easter because you had no railing everyone's saying I left my mom yes yes I did I went straight to the hospital she knew I fell down the stairs my combo combo with her on the couch was after the fall and I will say if you look closely you can see a band-aid on um Monica's leg so you know I'm not saying that that's true but I believe her I believe anything she says I love Monica um I feel like everyone's starting to turn on her. Who knows, maybe she's done some things behind the scenes, but um Lisa Lisa Barlow seems to have a real problem with her cuz I think people like her. And and people like she's really mad that um no Lisa Lisa's just kind of jealous in general I think cuz she's mad that Angie went to um Heather's house. Um so yeah, but she has a problem with Monica too. Like she did I guess I guess that makes sense because Monica called her out on all that stuff. But um, maybe I need to get my facts better <laughs> because why did I miss that? Anyways, I understand why why Lisa has a hard time with Monica, but I think she has a hard time with her because she calls her out on stupid stuff, which is annoying. We know your ring was sixty thousand dollars. We get it. We get it. Like, the, I I personally, sorry, I feel like you're dumb for spending that much money on a ring. I sorry, I was at the airport this this weekend and some lady had lost her wedding ring on the, on the floor by security. I'm like, that sucks. Maybe it's Lisa's. (laughs) Anyway. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like, um, Lisa is kind of insecure about her religious beliefs or something because she will not talk to Heather about Jack's mission. And I get maybe she doesn't want to like have Heather just bash on it, but she, like, will not give Heather the time of day about, um, about just talking to her and just telling her, hey, like, Jack's going on a mission, she told everybody else, and Heather's like, I just want to know, like, what's up? But, like, when Lisa said, I would wear this dress to church, I was like, what? <laughs> you would not wear that, sh- that dress to church, like, a strapless dress to a Mormon church? There's no way. There's absolutely no way you might not get told to leave. Maybe you might. But um the people gossiping about you afterwards would be crazy. I could you imagine being in Lisa's ward? I can't imagine. That that would just be so interesting to me. Cause Mormon Mormon wards aren't the same as like other wards. Um like we like they don't drink wine. Um you know, it like I don't know. I just feel like the standards are like a lot higher. And so to see Lisa there with her strapless dress, apparently, and the owner of a tequila company, which I have to tell you, I have never seen one of her bottles anywhere. Anywhere. I look everywhere I go. I have never seen a Vita tequila bottle anywhere. And she lives in Utah. you think they'd be here in Utah. So if anyone can see one or have seen one, snap a picture and send it to me because I have never, ever seen, um, uh, Vita tequila bottle. Just saying, just saying. Anyway. Um, oh, did you guys catch when Angie was like referring to herself as Jesus? She's like, Jesus got up after being crucified. And I feel like that's just something we can learn. You know, we've all been in that situation. And Heather's like, is she referring to herself as Jesus? (laughs) Like, it's really, really interesting. Um, I, So, the thing with Monica talking to her mom like that, there's obviously something deeper because I I feel like someone wouldn't just act like that to their mom. Like, I feel like there's deep-rooted issues there. She did say she um, she feels like her mom is more of a sister and not a mom. And I think it's really cool of her to, like, at the end say, just kind of express how she feels. She's like, I feel really bad saying this, but I just... I wish I had a different mom and like when she's trying to tell her mom how she's feeling her mom's laughing at her She's like, is this funny to you? She's like, yeah, it is funny to me I'm like, well, no wonder she's acting that way. She can't even talk to you and she wasn't even like I don't know. She wasn't screaming or anything But she was telling you how she felt and maybe she's being a little aggressive, but When you laugh at her when she's trying to open up to you, I just I don't know her mom did tweet something though um saying how Monica begged her to be on the show, um, and all this stuff. And oh, did I not save it? Dang it. Anyway, she begged her to be on the show. Um, and she's like, all I wanted, she said, all I'd have to do is be in the background cooking and cleaning <laughs> and speaking Portuguese. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to know what to do in this situation because you you just don't know. Like, everyone's been in a situation where something little has set them off so major that you just can't really control yourself for a minute. And the fact that no one would leave Monica alone. Like, literally, she's like, I need a minute. And she's, like, standing up walking away. And like, her mom was following her, and people were still trying to talk to her. The part where um, Monica... Angie keeps, like, picking on Monica and, like, just saying you know, all this stuff. And her mom's like, "and or Monica, be quiet. She's like, you tell her to be quiet. She's the one that started it. And I'm like, that is so true. I've been in several situations where I, I'm usually pretty quiet and more reserved and I don't like to riffle feathers. I don't like confrontation. I don't like, um, I, yeah, I just don't like to you know, be in the middle of all that stuff. But there have been a few times when I do kind of speak my mind and people are so mad at me. Like, people have gotten so upset at me. They're like, what? That's not you. You you know, you've changed. Like, you don't say stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, so when I stand up for myself, I'm the bad guy. Like, I remember we were at some dinner and um, this literally this drunk man was cooking the food and all I didn't get was the piece of meat. And he's like, you don't want it. You don't want lamb. I'm like, no, no thanks. I'm good, you know? He's like, wow, well, you can go to hell. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'd rather go to hell than eat lamb. And he, everyone in line gasped. I'm not kidding. Everyone was like, <gasps> they're like shocked. I'm like, oh, so he can say that to me, but I can't say that to him. This man that's half drunk cooking our food. Like, why is that a big deal? It's happened a lot. And it's really frustrating when, when you can't speak your mind or when you're getting picked on or when you're getting just like constantly nitpicked. And you say finally say something and everyone's mad at you. So I totally understand where Monica's coming from. Because how frustrating. Like how she's just sitting there trying to enjoy, let her kids enjoy the Greek Easter festival and people are just like coming at her. So I blame this whole thing on Angie. She's the one that started it all. She's the one that walked over to her and said, why are you spreading these rumors? Like making shit up that wasn't even there. So I don't know. But apparently on Watch What Happens Live, um, uh, Aunt Monica was on, um, I, I don't know, a couple days ago or something. And she's like, the rumors that are being told on the show aren't even the rumors that I was, was, that Meredith's talking about. And everyone's like, what? She's like, yeah. And they're like, well, what do you have to say about that? She's like, I'm going to let Meredith take that one. Cause she has all the information and the facts to back it up. So that that's on Mon- that's on Meredith. So oof, And the rest of this season looks very intense. It ends with Meredith being hooked up to an IV. Watch it just be like a, I was going to say liquid IV. Watch it just be like an IV drip, like a vitamin thing they do in Hollywood, you know. That's probably what it is, but oh well. Um, It looks pretty dramatic, and when Angie's slamming that glass on that glass table, I'm like, you know, um, I don't think it's at her house, I think it's at someone else's house, but I'm like... I feel like that's more disrespectful than someone standing their ground at your house, you know, breaking people's stuff. I think Whitney throws a glass on the ground. I'm like, okay, I get it if it's in your house, but I just hate when people destroy other people's stuff. It really bugs me. Anyway, that's that. I was actually going to tell you guys at the beginning of this episode. I always forget. I need to, I need to record like an outro that says all my information, like follow, subscribe, go follow me on Instagram, all this stuff but I haven't yet. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. Um, my goal is this winter to not really do much, just be home so I can focus more on this, which, um, but I just feel like all these trips and stuff I've had planned and stuff is like all hitting at once. And so I'm trying to just keep up with everything. But I did get to you back from a train trip from Moab to Denver. You start in Moab, obviously, and you, you take this really, really nice train. It's called the Rocky Mountaineer. Um, you take it to Glenwood Springs for a night. You stay in a hotel. It's right across the street from the um, the train station. And like, there's the seats are big. You have leg room. It has a car that has like a piano in it and a bar and little tables and chairs to play board games and just sit and read. And you can like, go stand out on the platform and look outside the train. And the walls are, are like all glass and part of the ceiling, so you have lots of sightseeing they serve you really, really good food. Um, they're constantly asking you if you want drinks or anything they can get you. Like it's, it's so nice. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, you can either take it from Denver to Moab or Moab to Denver. Some people did round trip, but, um, yeah, it's a good time. Sorry. I had to adjust my foot. It was falling asleep. (laughs) Anyway. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it was a two day trip. Then you fly back to Moab I on the tiniest jet I have ever seen. I couldn't even stand up in it. Like, it was so short, I couldn't even stand up, and I had to duck even more when I got to the exit signs, because I would have hit my head. And we were on road 10, and we were almost at the back of the plane. That's how small it was. There was only one flight attendant. Oh, they didn't serve any drinks. I have a thing to say. If a flight is less than an hour, or maybe even just an hour, please don't. Please don't us drinks and stuff. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth to see you struggle with that cart coming up and down the aisle. It's not worth it for a you know a bag of chips that's mostly air. It's just not worth it. Let's let's cut that out of the equation. Honestly, even an hour and a half. It's just not worth it. I I just don't think it's something that needs to be done. But they didn't service stuff on this flight because only 40 minutes. So maybe my theory is working out. Anyway, it's called the Rocky Mountaineer. I highly recommend it. But I have to give a shout out to Carrie. She's one of the the managers on the train. And she was coming by just to make sure we were all ready to go when we got off the train. And um, What were we... We got on the subject of... Oh, she asked us where we were from. And we said Utah. She's like, oh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And my cousin's like, oh, yeah, that's his favorite show. She's like, are you kidding me? Are you being serious right now? I'm like, yeah, she's like, you're my new best friend. <laughs> Apparently she loves all things Bravo and Housewives and so we got to talking. She told me about this one podcast, it's called Watch What Crappens, and it's it's a play on words of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, um, but they just talk about, they're like comedians, and they talk about, you know, all the Bravo shows, and they do like voice voice impersonations of all the characters. They basically just make fun of them the whole time, which is, it's pretty funny, because um, they just said this one about Whitney. She's like, Um, Justin had to sign a non-compete, which means he won't work for, he can't work for one year. And they're like, that's not what that means, but okay. (laughs) Anyways, um, and so my cousin's like, yeah, he actually has a podcast. I'm like so bad at, at, um, advertising for myself. She's like, what? Are you serious? And she literally pulled out her phone right then and typed in my podcast and was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm like, that's awesome. So Carrie, if you're listening... Uh, thank you so much for the great train ride. We had a great time and thanks for listening and join me the other podcast and yeah. So that's my trip. Also, if you want to see, I posted on my TikTok. Um, I was a little late to the TikTok game. So my username is literally KCK zero. I hate that. I can't even explain to you how much I hate that username. (laughs) Like it does not flow at all. I just want all my usernames to be KCK, but that just can't happen. Apparently, um, But yeah, I posted a video of it, the kind of, you know, some of the things we saw on the train on my TikTok. It's actually doing pretty good. It's my most viewed TikTok. It's got like 3,500 views in, I don't know, less than 10 hours. So, you know, it's just, it's so hard being TikTok famous. (laughs) Anyways, I'm just kidding. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at both KC underscore K and on the phone with KCK. Um... I've been, I try to post on both of them. I'm trying to get used to posting on the other one. Um, follow me on TikTok. Um, like and share this podcast. Tell everyone you know about this podcast. Um, it's really fun to see the numbers kind of go up. And I will say, you guys listen pretty much to the whole episodes. There are some episodes where you kind of dip out early, which I understand. Like, I don't think people mean it, because I do it too. You just kind of get busy, or like you get to your destination, and you still have a little bit left, and you kind of just forget to listen to it, so I get it, but for the most part, you guys listen all the way through, and I appreciate that, I think it's great, so, um, yeah, thanks for listening, um, I don't know, there's, there's questions on Spotify at the end of these episodes, so go answer those, and yeah, if you ever just, if you ever want to reach out to me, reach out to me, um, I check my DMs quite often just to make sure, and yeah i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear your perspective on some of the things i've talked about and if you have any other knowledge and all that stuff so feel free to reach out to me i promise i may look mean but i'm very nice (laughs) anyways um yeah uh i don't know what else to say but just long live pop culture